the Mel Gedroyd Podcast. Hey, it's Mel G, and this week on my, uh, I have to say, I don't want to be smug, but I really do like it. Yeah, I'm really pleased with it. It's a little podcast that we're doing. Uh, we're going to be talking about stag do's. Yeah, the do's, the why's, the wherefore's, the don'ts. Uh, all that sort of thing. We're going to be talking about a new dance craze that's sweeping the nation. We're going to be talking about all sorts of things. So if you like that, then do have a listen to me every Saturday lunchtime from one on Magic. Oh, so nice to be with you today. It's Mel G on Magic and, of course, the dulcet tones in the background (laughs) (laughs) of Bush. Hey, Mel, how you doing? I'm really good, thanks, my love. I'm going to say something to you and see if you know what it is. Okay. Okay, I'm going to ask you to do something. Dab. Can you dab? Now, for me, dab means D-A-B, digital radio. Oh, no, it's not that. Dab. Is it licking your finger and doing something? No, not to do with the dib dab, nothing to do with the, um, you know, the sweet that we used to eat, well, I used to eat in the 70s. No, back back in the old days. I don't know what it is then, Mel. Dab. What What is a dab? It's a new dance. A dance. It's a new dance. Yeah, and uh, my teenage daughters have, have been trying to teach me this dance um, <laughs> all week. And have you heard about the dab? Apparently I've, they're all doing it. I've never heard of the dab. I think the uh, the last dance I heard of was the cha-cha slide or whatever, so I'm quite far off it. <laughs> the dab. Basically, you go... I'll try and describe it in, okay. in radiophonic terms. You go like that. What, so, was, what was that move? Well, that was a terrible description. <laughs> Basically, you're lifting your right arm up as if to say, no, I don't believe it, in a sort of state of shock mm-hmm. with your head at the same time into the armpit. Okay. So do you get me? Yep. So arm up in shock and then head down, head goes into the armpit. So like, no! Yeah. I've, yeah. I, I've been trying to do this all week and apparently I'm no good at it, although I looked at myself on a on a... Uh, video that mm-hmm. they did on their phone because that's what they all do with the dabs, and I thought I looked pretty good. I thought you did it all right. I'm not an expert, but I thought that was pretty re- dab. Yeah, it looks like someone having a cheeky sniff of their armpits on the way into a busy meeting. I know. Yeah, but it's a really short. Don't they, is that all they do at their teenage parties in is, terms of dancing? Is there more to the dance than that? I don't think so. <laughs> Unless they gave up on you after that one first move. I mean, we were talking about, and it wasn't that long ago, that people were doing like swing and jive and throwing each other between their legs and stuff in the olden days. Yes. What's happened to the skill? The, you know, where's all that gone? I, well, listen, we need to discuss further. I reckon... Bush that... is dabbing. He's dabbing as we speak. Oof. Yeah, it's an, it's an old one, isn't it? This literally is, it's sweeping the nation. Oh, really? Everybody's at it, everybody's <laughs> dabbing and really enjoying themselves while they do it. I mean, it's unbelievable. So anyway, upshot was Bush. Yeah. There was me trying to dab really desperately to get in with my children. Yeah. And I suddenly realised this week, I can't dance anymore. I was just going to say, when was the last time you had a dance to anything properly? Well, I no, listen... If I hit the dance floor, I, I'm competitive and I have to be the last to leave it. Yeah. <laughs> I have shaken down, even in the last couple of years. But this week I suddenly thought, have I reached that point where actually I can't, I can't dance? Because I don't, know, I don't know how to do the new moves. And what you mean, it's like almost like these new uh, dancers baffle you. and you don't, You're yeah. there and you don't know what to do with yourself. I looked up online this morning a local street dance class for adults. <laughs> Mel, do we, do we need to go there? Does it, does it need to happen like this? Well, I need your help. Tell me. I sort of think I do. Look, if I did a bit of street dance, I could surprise the kids, just throw in a yeah. couple of those, you know, cool, 
young moves. Well, here's the thing. My sister's like this with my parents. I don't know if you, your kids are like this with you, but everything they do that's wrong, my sister puts on Twitter and mocks them. You know what I mean? They're always she's always videoing them. My mum's getting the names. Uh, uh, like my mum called uh, Wagamama. She called it Papa Gobang. It's inexplicable. But my mum gets everything wrong. So that was right on Twitter, and she's mortified by it. And oh, that's good. I think the only response to oh, this generation good. of kids that are constantly videoing you and making making you look like an idiot is beat them at their own game. Go and get some lessons. Blow them out the water, Mel. This is what. This is what I thought. We're still. We're still in shock at Papa Gobangs. Papa Gobangs. Table oh, for two she's at, good. at Papa Gobangs, please. She is very, very strong. <laughs> Has she tried to phone Papa Gobangs and order a takeaway? I would love for her to do that. It would be amazing. Under P. Oh, that's very, very good. She would definitely use the yellow pages. No two ways about it. So you're saying, basically, yes, do the street dance class. Yeah, let them video that and see how many likes it gets, Mel. Uh-huh. Listen, it'll be... It, look, I'm, look, I don't know, but I can imagine it could be a bit of a shocker. It could be a lot of, a lot of ladies of my age in pastel-coloured tracksuits trying to be street <laughs> with baseball caps turned round the wrong way. I can't wait to see the results, Mel. It's going to be brilliant. Well, I'm thinking about it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah? Good. Mel G on Magic here. Time to very much dip into the topic pot. Yes. Otherwise known as a uh, slightly poncy marmalade jar that would once have held... Possibly some expensive marmalade. You know, I'm thinking. The, the chocolate you were talking about making in the oh, show. Yeah, do you think you could get it in a pot like this? I'm salivating. I'm salivating. No, no. The key with the chocolate, if you're making it yourself, yeah. is to put it in something which is very uh, shallow. Why is that? Because too much of it literally will blow your head off and you won't sleep. I love the fact that you, you appear to have created the chocolate equivalent of like, a, you know those big dirty cans of energy drink you see builders drinking yeah. half asleep on a tube in the morning? Is it, is it the, the chocolate equivalent of that? It's amazing. And it is so dark, yeah. it makes your mouth just kind of do that, <laughs> that kind of, that makes your teeth itch. Do you know what I mean? It's so dark. It's so great. Are you sure you're not making amphetamines, Mel? Because it sounds like amphetamines. I don't know what I'm making. No, nothing, there's no blue flame or anything. <laughs> it's quite, it's, I think it's all right. Well, I I I'm just so. thinking Breaking Bad. This just sounds like Breaking Bad to me, but we'll the see. The cacao did come directly from Medellin. Do you think that's a problem? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Right dip, then. Dip. Dip, dip, dip. All of these written down uh, randomly by people in our office. Dip and dab. Anything oh, dab. Goes. Let's dab. Let's dab. Dabbing. Dabbing as we dip. There's no clicking involved in dabbing. I just was freestyling. It's a, it's a silent dance. Sorry, I was, I was freestyling. I can't believe you did that. All right, well, when you do your How street dare dance... You? How dare you click to the dab? Throw a click in in street dance and the bloke will be like, uh, Mel, good initiative, well done. <laughs> the only click will be from my hips <laughs> as I try to... Yeah, really laughing. I'm not that old. Um, so, here's the topic. Correct, <laughs> correct order for making tea. Correct order for making tea. This is interesting. I presume they mean... What, do you pour the milk in first before you yeah. put the tea? Mm-hmm. No way. Really? Tea for me is all about the colour. Yep. Yeah? Are you, uh, 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 sorry to just plunge in. No, and, no, 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 absolutely. Take over. But tea for me is all about the colour. I do not want to end up with some tofu-coloured yeah. beige nonsense, which can happen. It has happened to me when I've poured the milk in first. Yes. I want to put the tea, and my gosh, it has to be brewed within an inch of its life. Yes, my granddad used to leave the tea bag in for the entire drinking of the tea. I do sometimes. Do you? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. 
How many sugars do you have, Mel? Do you have no, sugar? no sugars. How about you, Bush? Would you? You'd never pour your milk in first, would you? No, I would do that though if we were having posh tea. You know, you know when you have like tea in like a nice oh. tea shop. Oh, for show you do. Yeah, I would, I would I'd pour the milk in first and then uh, let the uh, the, the uh, teapot stew. What is that the word? Yeah, yeah. Infuse, Brood, stew, infuse. Yeah. I, and then I pour that on top. But if I was making tea around the house, definitely put the oh. tea bag in first and go like that. So the two faces of Bush. Interesting. Yes. As people have said before, Mel. Note I'm a maverick. Self. Note to self. Next topic for you, Mel. Come on. What meal would you choose if you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life? Oh, I often think about this, do you? Mm. What would it be? What, what would you choose? It needs a meal that's versatile enough for you not to get really bored of it within like a couple of weeks. Yeah. I might go for lasagna. I, I flip in love lasagna. Too heavy, mate. I mean, I'd be the size of a house. It's not versatile, though. I'd love it, though. How do you make lasagna versatile? Imagine it's a slightly different flavoured lasagna each time you eat it. <laughs> You see, another one for me, McDonald's cheeseburgers, right? I honestly think I could keep eating them. I only stop eating McDonald's cheeseburgers because of people looking at me. Yeah. I could keep eating them. I could probably eat 20 in a sitting. Yeah, because there's nothing, I mean... There's not a lot in there. Not a lot in there. But I could keep eating them. Could you? Yeah. Well, I think for the you... rest of your life, though. I think I could. Really? Yes. You see, I'd want to go elite force. I'd want to go Japanese. Really? Yeah. Seaweed, bit of rice, a little bit of raw fish. Yeah. Boom, I'm going to live forever. You would do, actually. You probably live to, like, I don't know, 150 years old, yeah. something like that. Yeah. I'd love the idea of just being served up something so you wouldn't have to choose. It'd be good, wouldn't it? It'd just be so nice. Somebody just, you serve it up the same thing every day, I'd be fine with that. Like It's almost Absolutely like going, fine. going back to the school uniform thing with choosing what to wear. Yeah. I sometimes wish that we had a uniform, but maybe for this show we'll just wear boiler suits. Well, matey, I mean, I think, to be honest, we have in a sense, adopted a, a sort of uniform. We have, actually. I have not seen you out of a grey T-shirt and jeans. Very good point. Not, that's not a criticism at all. No. And I've been wearing the uh, the broadcasting dungarees. The dungies have been on each week, actually. Yeah, so, in a way, I've already done that. Now, Bush, come along. How's your week been? My week has been okay, Mel. I feel like I first of all need to deal with the disaster that was the camping trip last now, week. Now, listen, because we were, we were all revved, we were prepped, we were giving you advice, weren't yep. we, on airbeds, things like that. Mm-hmm. You were setting off. I was imagining a merry troop going down to the campsite. What happened? Uh, well, it was all fine. and My daughter had a brilliant time and everything, but uh, we oh. bought one of those newfangled expensive tents where you pump up three kind of ridges yes. that hold the whole thing up. And I was, if I'm honest, a bit jealous because I'd quite like to get one of those because they're quite light to carry. All the rage. Yeah. The problem is yeah. uh, the middle bar um, had a leak in the valve, So uh, and it was raining overnight, so uh, the overnight stay for me was a bit like Das Boot, I spent most of the evening pumping out water. I've got my, my actual hamstrings really hurt from using the pump too much. So my daughter's experience of camping is me swearing on the outside of the tent in the middle of the night, making a pumping noise. And I, I know you can't see this at home. Maybe I'll put this oh, on, on Twitter. Oh, oh, no, that's sad. Oh, no. There's the gosh. collapsed tent. The middle bit's sunk. Look Your at it. Your central atrium yes. has gone shy, hasn't it, and gone sad. But yeah. I don't want it to be it for camping. I need to need like a bit of a pep talk to go back. Well, you need to go back to the, uh, you know, the person that sold it to you and get a new one. Yes, I'm going to get them to, if not, give me a new one or repair it or something. Your atrium must never droop again. 100%. I'm going to yeah. make that my life mission. Yeah, good. Good, good. Uh, and speaking of other weekend stuff then, just to move things along, yes. uh, I like to fill my weekends with lots of variety. You're very, it's very busy. 
busy, aren't Look, you? Lots going on. I've got lots going on. You've got your street dance, Mel. I've got uh, I've got a stag do going on uh, this evening. Once we finish the show, Don't I'd forgotten that I was going to book into that street dance class. Oh dear, too late. Shame. We're going to make the phone call together, like an intervention at the end of the show. Uh, but I've got a stag do tonight oh, after this. What? And I'm not very good at drinking anymore. In my heyday in Devon, oh, I was pretty good. I could yeah. hold my own. Yeah. Now I'm a little bit worried that I might. I don't know. So what you're saying, Bush, is your scrumpometer level has fallen I'm since you left Devon, is that right? deeply worried about the state of my scrumpometer. So, detail, Bush, it's all about the detail, the planning. What's happening with the stag? How many stages of the stag are there? Mm-hmm. Tell me everything. We are going to... It's about 20 blokes. Uh, we're doing... Uh, t- blokes. 20 blokes. Uh, doing table tennis. Going to do table tennis. There's a place in London where you can drink beer and play table tennis. I would say that's a terrible combination. <laughs> I'm bad enough as it is. Indoor or outdoor? Indoor table tennis with beers. In a pub, basically. In a big pub. Yeah, There's okay. That. All 20 of you playing or All... are you going to keep the kettle boiling? I, I want to do like a world record attempt where one person goes on and, and yeah. passes the bat. Keep the kettle boiling. There you go, keep Absolutely. the kettle boiling. Uh, yeah. And then we're going to go go-karting after that. Oh my Lord, after, after the hooch. Yes. <laughs> are you allowed to do that? This is out in a track somewhere, yeah. So, so right, straight after here you go to table tennis, then to go-karts and mm-hmm. then... Then we're what? eating at a place, uh, is it Duck and Waffle? Somewhere that's really high up in the air. Oh. It's like thousands of feet in the air and you can have like duck or waffle or a duck on a waffle. Or Hang on, like that. are there any two things available? Well, I hope not because I'm not that keen on duck and waffles you can have in the freezer anytime you want with beans on top. So, <laughs> I don't like the sound of that at all. So basically it's table tennis. That sounds dry. Go-karting. Is there any sauce? Eating just, really high up in the air, Mel. But just horrid. I know. So Mel, what I wanted to ask you yes, is this. Yes, come on, love. As someone that doesn't really um, have have beer or nights out that much anymore... Uh, excuse me. Oh, you're talking about yourself? Yes. Yeah, yeah. sorry, I thought sorry. you were going to say... Talking about me, I was going to say, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, what do I need to do to prepare myself when this show finishes? Like, eat a load, like, hearty meal, do you yeah. think? Or what do I need to do? I would carb up. Really? Mind you, duck and... Duck, I can't just... I can't get over that. You're quite perturbed by this, aren't you? I am a bit. Yeah. Is it very trendy? Is it some sort of... You know, is it served in a warehouse or something? <laughs> is that sort of thing? East London in a nutshell there. From is it? Mel. It's that kind of thing, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, it's so high up uh, that one of my friends who's got a vertigo problem uh, had to go, excuse the phrase, but he had to go the tradesman's route uh, <laughs> in the interior lift because the outside lift made him freak out and nearly cry. Oh. He had to go up with the chef. Oh, goodness me. So its selling point is, yeah. it's very, very high up, mm-hmm. and and it serves duck or waffle. We're going to need a full debrief after you've been. See, we're gonna, I'm slightly now obsessed with this. Carb right. yourself right up. Okay, Mel, so what we're going to do is a podcast parlour game. Love it already. This sounds good, doesn't it? Totally. Can I just come clean, Bush? Okay, go on. I've never listened to a podcast before. Haven't you? No. Never and I, before. And I'm about to be involved in one, and I've never listened to one. This is the... If, if you've never listened to a podcast before, Mel, this is the podcast equivalent of, of just diving in at the deep end. Yeah. You're going I'm, straight I'm, in. I'm doing it and listening to it at the same time. Not many people can say that about themselves, really, can they? I really... I like that. <laughs> I don't know which button to press to get the podcast on my computer. That's the problem. I know. I know. I know. Well, after this, you're going to be an expert, Mel. We'll talk. What we've done, we've asked everyone in the magic office to write down any subject at all, thus making it a parlour game, writing on a little bit of paper, and it's in what appears to be a 1970s sugar jar in front of you right now. 
So what we're going to do over over the next couple of minutes, we're just going to pick out subjects from our office mail, and we're I'm going to diving. Talk about them. Do you want to dive as well? Go on, you go for the first one. Right. <sighs> podcast parlor game. I love podcast parlor game. It's open in the paper. Here, Here we, we go. go. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> Your biggest fashion regret. Oh dear. Oof. Come on, Bush. I know mine. Go on, it, it was for most of the early eighties. <laughs> it was a trilby, Ooh. and it was a plastic flower in the lapel of an old Mac bought from a second-hand shop. Really? And on the bottom were some burgundy, very, very, very tight trousers, which I'd taken in myself. Wow. So there was still the bunched-up bit of the wider trouser within the leg. It's quite so like futuristic, almost. Really? <laughs> like a time traveller. Yeah. And, and below that, it hasn't, it hasn't finished here, oh, below wow. that, a plastic moccasin. Oh, a pl- <laughs> I didn't even know they made plastic moccasins. Plastic moccasin, mate. Wow. With a plastic chain. It... Good job you didn't go... Did you yeah. go anywhere near to anyone that was smoking? You'd have gone up like a Roman candle in those. <laughs> well, I wore those plastic moccasins to school and I was worried about going into the lab and them just <laughs> blowing up, basically. What about you, Bush? Come on. I got confirmed at church in a really horrible, heavy cable knit, uh, like a lime green cardigan. And my glasses at that time were so big that one of my friends used to ask me whether he could get Sky Sports on them. So I look like a missing person, basically. They're really, really bad. So that's my fashion disaster. Oh, Bush. Did it have uh, pockets in the card? Really big pockets. So it was a sort of Val Dunican meets Acid House 88. <laughs> yeah, that was the look I was going for. And quite hot, presumably, as oh, well. I was, I was sweating cobs up on the altar. I nearly went. That's everyone's worst nightmare, isn't it? Having a faint, whether at church, at school, church service, or on the altar. Were you trying to impress a girl? Because uh, it's confirmation age, is that kind of, oh, it's that 14, isn't it? And you're we, had, trying to... we had two beautiful sisters there. There, was, there were sisters, both. I think they were twins getting confirmed in the same year as me and my brother, and we did everything to try and impress them. I the, thought... the, the Harakis twins, they were called. I thought you were referring to nuns <laughs> when you said there were two sisters <laughs> in the whole confirmation. <laughs> two sisters, I was so gonna say, I, Well, I was going to say about nuns, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bother trying me luck, but my mum used to be a nun, I know. and my dad's... Must have made her deviate from the path of our Lord because he was called Nigel. I mean, how could she resist? So, you know, there is hope. Actually, I don't want to offer hope to people about that they can turn a nun, but, you know, see for yourself. Here's the next subject, Mel. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Um, Invisibility. I know that is a really obvious thing to say. Imagine being invisible. You could go into Buck House. You could nip into 10 Downing Street. You could go anywhere you wanted. Would you look at anyone? Um, would you go and have a look at anyone, like getting changed and stuff? I, I don't think I'd use it for rudeness, Bush. <laughs> I don't, I hope I anyone, would have... Anyone in a band, anyone famous, well, any celebrities? Well, but I'm not going to say. Okay. Possibly Javier Bardem. Mm-hmm. I might nip in my invisibility cloak into his dressing room. Because I'm sure he has one at home. Yes. They'd, they'd have walk-in wardrobes, wouldn't they? Some kind of Chinese-style blind that he throws his clothes over the top. Oh, nice. Yeah, have a little look at him. He doesn't realise that you're invisible and you sat there, I don't know, having a cup of tea watching him. I bet they have, he and Penelope, a freestanding bath in their bedroom. I bet they do. I bet they, they're, and, that sort, they're that sort of couple. Chat to each other, absolutely starkers, but completely fine with it. Totally at ease. Like the people who chat to you in the gym, changing rooms, naked, <laughs> yeah. hands on hips. Slap of the thigh. <laughs> Great workout. I know I'm naked. Oh, a Dutch girl did that to me once in a youth hostel. <laughs> Unbelievable. She had her. She had some flip flops on, 
and then totally nude and had a full-on conversation. <laughs> it's just not what we Brits do, is no, it? No, we're not, we're not built for that. It's just awful. You don't know where to look. Well, you do know where to look, and it's hard not to look. <laughs> so your eyes are constantly flipping downwards, aren't they? And then you have to flip... Oh, anyway. Uh, Mel, it's time for one more little uh, subject. Go on. Loving the podcast parlour game. It's a beauty. This is happening in real pod time. Here we go. Beauty tips gone wrong. Beauty tips gone wrong? Beauty tips gone wrong. Have you ever been uh, offered oh. any advice by a friend to do something with your, with your appearance and then oh. it's not panned out? Hang on just a sec. I'm thinking of a homemade face pack. Wow. That was too astringent. <laughs> what was yeah. it made out of? Oatmeal. Oatmeal, lemon juice. Yeah. Sort of just astringent things. Yeah. During, it's, it's back to the sort of 14-year-old again, you know, trying to tackle the tea bar. Like a homebrew type thing. Homebrew face pack, which resulted in not the tea bar, but just a bright red, you know, all hue. over sandblasted hue. Well, I think we've uh, we've run out of time for our little warm-up parlour game uh, for the podcast here, Mel, but I think that was definitely beneficial for the both of us. What do you reckon? I loved it. I want to play it again. Can we, we should... do it next week? Yes, please. Let's play again soon. It's time for Tell Mel. Bring it on. You can ask me anything. This is not coddly, namby-pamby, little, oh, poor you advice. This is Tweedy, straight from the hip advice. Bring them in. Hey, Mel, it's Alice. I've got to turn my son into a historical character for school on Monday. Can't think of anyone to make him into, and I'm worried I don't have any fancy dress materials. Can you help me? Alice, cotton wool, diet ginger, put that on as a beard, cushion under the top, Put some sort of belt, make an ulcerated leg out of something down a pair of tights. Henry VIII, there you go, next person in. Hi Mel, it's Will. I keep bidding on stuff I don't even need on eBay after a few glasses of wine. How do I stop? Should I stop? Will, stop bidding. Next person. Hey Mel, it's Sarah. I have a pair of giant fluffy dog face slippers that my other half hates. He wants me to throw them away. I want to keep them. We agree that you would get the deciding vote. Who wins? Keep the dog face slippers. Keep them. Annoy him even more. Keep them for years. Give them a special cupboard. Pay money to get some lighting to focus on the dog face slippers. Do everything you can in the dog face slippers to really, really wind him up. It'll keep a bit of pep in your relationship. Advice from Tweed from the hip. Thanks very much for uh, listening to that little uh, podcast. Still not sure exactly what a podcast is but anyway i've done some hear more larkish behavior like this every saturday lunchtime from one on magic the mel gedroid podcast